to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Thursday and welcome back to the Embody Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show. So moving on from the episode that I launched on Sunday about the Negredo process of the alchemical process, today I will be moving into the albedo, the whitening of the alchemical material that we're working with. If you haven't listened to the last podcast, I would really recommend stopping this one and going back as I introduced the foundational understanding of why alchemy is even important and I don't want to reiterate that in this podcast. Also, I find that when I'm putting these podcasts together or I'm thinking about something or working with different material, I circle around things a lot and so there's certain things that I'll say in this podcast that I had said in the podcast of the spectrum in black and white. So all of these podcasts really go together nicely. There's probably similarities, but I like to pull on threads and continue to speak on it because I feel like I'm like circling around a similar thing, but saying it perhaps maybe in a little bit of a different way. So Grace, if you've heard any of this before, So into the whitening process, coming out of the blackness. As a basis in alchemy, the saludio phase precedes all of the movement in the alchemical vase. So the container that we are working with in our own psychological transformation The water, so the saludio, the water offers an opportunity for all of this differentiated matter to move towards a undifferentiated form. And when that happens, when this this water um, meets the material, that leads to the negredo stage that we talked about in the last episode. So what is often dissolved in that water that symbolic water is our outdated beliefs and our ruling principles we talked about how the negredo is is very symbolic of going into shadow work the negredo starts to emerge when these old outdated ideals have been dissolved and have been accomplished so then the saludio can present itself in a new way and that is is as a symbolic womb for all of this dead and decomposed matter to experience a rebirth. So as the transmutation of this kind of like masculine beliefs and ideals occurs, the feminine offers forward a womb to continue the alchemical process. And this is where we start to notice the emergence of the albedo. 
So Hillman states that silver, albedo, and whiteness, and luna, which is a feminine aspect, are parallels of the same thing. He states that the albedo white refers to the alchemical silver as a state of consciousness that proceeds not from the soul as simply given, but from the work that has been done upon it. So given the work done on the soul in that negredo process, the whiteness is associated with this. It's an emergence of an alchemical liminality. And what I mean by that is that we're no longer in the blackness, but we're also, like I mentioned at the beginning, in the redness, in the rubedo. So psychologically, we're in this liminal space. And when this whiteness comes forward, it's really important to, to, to honor it consciously. So psychologically, there's a, there's a receptivity to what is emerging from your inner process, what is coming from the soul. The emotions that are emerging from your depths are no, maybe no longer feelings of this like deep despair, abandonment, emptiness, depression, but they're also not feelings of, of passion and feeling centered and feeling fulfilled or happy. So the albedo phase teaches us how to build bridges between those inner experiences. And it's a way of seeing. It teaches us how to hone in on that alchemical eye, how we can see metaphorically, how we can see imaginally, and how we can truly begin to honor the psyche as, as real. Hillman said that the, the albedo consciousness in alchemy offers a different mode of perception, seeing, listening, attending to all shifts from the gross attachment of Negredo to a new transparency and resonance. So in the Negredo phase, the mythopoetic imagination was basically unavailable to consciousness. We couldn't see through the dream images, through the active imagination images. We couldn't see anything but darkness and demons. Here, the imaginal starts to emerge as its own reality, which given deep reflection can transform and really evolve the psyche. So in albedo, we develop what Jung says, the ability to hear psychologically and to perceive fantasy creating reality. The imagination is real. These images that are coming forward as very potent and important. So again, quoting Meister Eckhart, he says that so full of God is every creature. So for me, the reason why I'm pulling in the serpent, um, just to give context, because I pulled it in in the last podcast, is I had a sequence of dreams after going through a really intense plant medicine ceremony at the beginning of last year. And I had a dream of a black serpent. And I had later, five, six months later, after spending that period of time in darkness, um, I had a dream of a white serpent. And so that's why I am using the serpent image here. Um, I've written more about it, but I, I just want to kind of keep that in, a, in my writing and not share that so much on the podcast. But just to give you guys context. So again, Meister Eckhart is, said, is also to have said that so full of God is every creature. So in the traditional Judeo-Christian belief system, the serpent is often associated with the voice of the devil as 
the tempter away from Eden, from the unconscious paradisical innocence. Edinger, who wrote an amazing book on alchemy, states that this blissful saludio is the most dangerous one. It corresponds with what Eric Neumann calls Euroboric incest. In Neumann's concept of psychological incest, desires are only based on pleasure and are stuck in a desire to be absorbed passively into pleasurable oneness. And at this stage, one can make a mistake psychologically of viewing our whiteness that has emerged as a place to stop and rest in return to that unconscious paradise. You see this a lot, a lot, a lot in the work that we do on ourselves. So we go through this really tough, deep, depressive, hard space in our lives and we finally feel like we can be like, and come up and breathe. And as Hillman states, like that indicates that yes we've done some work on ourselves there but we can't stop there and realize that like that isn't a place to just be like all right well I'm done a lot of people when they're coming to do one-on-one work with me um ask how many sessions do you think it takes and there's an implication in that question itself that there will be a return to paradise at the end And so it's really important to me that people know that if they're working with me in particular, what we're after, I definitely want to allow the psyche to feel a greater sense of flexibility and the ability to navigate the everyday world with greater ease. But we're not getting to this place where you've like figured it out. Like I can't can't claim, that would be very inflated for me to say that like the work that I do with individuals would get them to a place where their trauma is completely healed. They never have any negative experiences ever. Like that is so not what this work is. Another client and I had a conversation about like, well, what are you after here? And I think that there's something in for most people, if we get below the symptoms and below the blaming other people and finding forgiveness and resolution and all of these heartbreaking situations, I think the thing that people are after is this, this feeling of feeling alive and feeling like being alive has a deep feeling of meaning to it. Coming back to where we're at in this alchemical process, this whitening is not rest after you've struggled it's it's not rest in creating a false sense of certainty it's this whiteness is actually the motion of psychic reality it's the process that that is starting to move and so as long as we don't literalize this and say okay well we figured out exactly that that's the shadow and this is my complex and this is what that dream means. And then we rest on that. Oh, that's just my mother complex. Oh, that's just my power complex. We can't do that. We can't literalize things into concepts, into systems, or we, we lose the whiteness. We lose the motion of the psyche. And so the whiteness is not this unconscious dissolution into these states of 
paradise and pleasure and comfort. The whiteness is a coming into conscious awareness of your ability to see the essence of the movement of the soul and the soul's capacity to produce images constantly as as a compass. So Hillman said that as a psychological event takes place in the soul, a recognition, an insight, an astonishment, whiteness is not the reconciliation of two differences, but the realization that the differences are images that don't deny each other, they don't oppose each other, they don't even require each other. It's really coming to understand the spontaneity of what is and the acceptance of what is. Regardless of what we think, we can't create what is. What is spontaneously happens. And so we need to meet what is with a way of seeing, a way of experiencing that we can see through and see through what the psyche is is offering us at that moment. Bringing together this Negredo, Albedo, the blackness, the whiteness, as I mentioned in the Spectrum of Black and White podcast, if one is looking to concretize these colors onto mere concepts, right, like the Negredo is shadow work, the whiteness is understanding what shadows drive what behaviors that's that's literalizing and concretizing into concepts my intuition is that is an indication that we are still feeling a disconnection from the soul another hellman quote when we're working with these terms we curiously forget that they are only concepts barely useful for grasping psychic events which they inadequately describe Moreover, we tend to neglect that these concepts burden our work because they come freighted with their own unconscious history. What he's saying there is that we don't want to, after we go through these different experiences of Negredo and Albedo, we don't want to inflate ourselves and think that we know in a concept or in a term everything about the mystery that's happening within ourselves. I go on to say that the blackness and the whiteness, although they're different, they're metaphors of the soul. They don't need confirmation and validation from the outside world to be valid. These inner processes don't need outer things to reinforce that they are real. When we turn them into concepts, we create this rigid opposition of trying to create in our transformation process a move away from blackness into whiteness and so what that does is it keeps us disconnected again from the mythopoetic nature of the soul where we can't see the deeper dynamic of what's happening and this is where black stagnates into rigid opposition to white where mind becomes separate from the body, the symptom separate from the soul. In alchemy, like I mentioned in the last podcast, psychology and the material are the same. They're bridged together by metaphor. So the alchemists truly believe that these transformations that were happening within that alchemical vessel were transformations happening within the soul. Hillman said that alchemy is a prolonged witness to madmen at work upon themselves. 
perhaps that feeling of madness going back from the black, the back into the whiteness, perhaps that is what we need. That's, that's the essential invitation for us to develop that steady alchemical eye that sees, this, this word is important, the necessity in the madness. The necessity is part of the process that we can consciously surrender into this process without giving up every single piece of us. We can go into the blackness in all of its pathologies as well as moving into the whiteness that silvers our soul and prepares us to perceive differently. But when that when we're able to not see these phases of alchemy as separate, but as part of a process, we start to connect to the deeper imaginative movement of the soul. And when we can't do that, and there's no conscious connection to that, we don't have metaphors for what's happening within ourselves we don't have a capacity to reflect or be receptive to what's happening. And we just don't have any space inside of our psyche for anything to unfold. And when that happens, there's no space for meaning. There's no possible way that we could inherit any sense of meaning when the soul becomes swallowed by our, our opposition instead of process. So by taking this alchemical eye, you know, these different parts of the process that are unfolding within us, the the negredo and the albedo, the blackness and the whiteness, by taking an alchemical eye to this, it forces the metaphor upon us. And we start to have, because metaphor, the etymology of metaphor means to bridge, So we have a bridge into those deeper recesses where we find the meaning. And the meaning is there. And so we need to be aware of how our ego can cling to how enticing both sides of whiteness is. Whether you look at whiteness as the paradisical kind of regression into unconsciousness. Or you look at whiteness as this kind of mystical way of seeing through. Anytime we have the desire to cling to that, we are unconsciously depreciating all of the value that's found in that process of blackening that we mentioned in the last podcast. So what, we, what the invitation is, is to allow the metaphors and the images to work on you. And then perhaps we begin to live as if we are alchemists who become changed by both the negredo and the albedo in the process and we don't value one over the other you know these podcasts for me have always been an exploration of certain things that i'm interested in at the moment and i certainly don't claim to be by any means an expert in alchemy or a scholar in alchemy but i really really appreciate the way that alchemy and alchemical images serve as beautiful metaphors for the things that are happening. I see it in my clients. I see it in my own process. 
it can feel a little bit out there when we talk about it and use these different terms. But I'm encouraging you to see through the terms and really connect to like, okay, so when you were listening to this podcast, were there certain images that came to you? Were there certain memories that came to you? Like that's us taking psyche as real. Like it's not just saying, oh, I had a memory pop up from 25 years ago and I have no idea why it popped up when she said this. Well, maybe taking that and putting that in your alchemical vessel would be the work of the alchemist, right? You're taking this material that has come forward spontaneously from the unconscious and adapting a slow, steady gaze on that material. It's not like that was nonsense. Those synchronicities and those those a-causal experiences, the, the experiences that can't be reduced back to a specific thing, those are very, very, very important. You know, and this is where I find that moving into this phase of whiteness and really seeing into the psychological process, the divine order of the soul, I think that dream work becomes so, so, so important because we get out of being stuck in that heavy, mucky material that is of the blackness where the ego is kind of wrestling with the old outdated principles when you get into that process when you're doing work on yourself it becomes really really creative and inspiring and it's fun in its own playful way um hillman has a quote in his revisioning psychology book about you know playing seriously and i think that that's what this this process becomes when you are able to honor the phase that you're in you know you we do live in an ascension culture where we're trying to escape the human realm through addictions to whatever our fast-paced society we're clinging to a specific god image that is up and out i think we in this ascension culture we're trying to leave the the human realm and sometimes that human realm there's a lot of blackness and negredo that is moving in the psyche of modern man and i hope that with these podcasts you can kind of see we can stay in that blackness as long as we need to to allow the spontaneity of what the psyche is despite what you want the psyche is telling a story ultimately and so I hope that you guys took some nuggets out of this Um, I have full faith that you know you get exactly what you need out of the podcast and if you don't then you'll stop listening to it but again just to remind you guys if you have any questions about the podcast feel free to join my free community mighty networks community you can find that link in the show notes and I post every podcast there and there's a comment section so you can comment, ask questions, engage with the podcast, that would be the best place to do that. So um, with that being said, I hope you guys have a great weekend and we will talk on Sunday. Bye guys.